The Die Hard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. For boosted parlays, in game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WINNBet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's propswap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by PixWise. PixWise is the number one home of free sports betting picks. Visit PixWise.com to make your next bet better. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at UnderdogFantasy.com with promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry to use in Best Hole Mania 2 for a chance to win $1 million. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. SGPN is giving you a chance to win $100,000 NFL week one exclusively on the SGPN app. Welcome everyone to the diehard Eagles podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my fellow diehards, Rob and Justin. What the hell was that? 35 to nothing. The Eagles get destroyed by the new England Patriots after dominating them in the uh, preseason joint practices. They get work in the preseason game. Uh, Jalen hurts was a late scratch with a mystery illness. Devonta Smith made his debut, but really tough to get excited about that preseason game. I know it's only preseason Justin, but couldn't feel good watching that uh, preseason game against the Patriots. No, I tell you what, uh, I mean, anytime you see 35 zero, uh, there is a, a, a touch of concern. I mean, I think the thing that stands out and a lot of people have brought up immediately was the fact that, you know, a lot of non-starters weren't playing um, so many, so that it's not even worth, worth it to go through the list. Uh, biggest of all was, you know, Hertz wasn't there um, under center for us. So, um, so it, it just seems like uh, it's not, it shouldn't be that big of an issue, but at the same time, uh, it is a touch concerning, you know, I feel like, uh, these guys should be able to get together and start to build some continuity. And I think with the 17 game season and the fact that you only have three preseason games, if you could build that early continuity, you might be able to steal a couple early games from teams that maybe haven't built it. So that's why I would have liked to see a little bit more from the starters, uh, at least this game, hopefully next game, we can see that. Um, I, I do see though, there's value in seeing where your depth is at and the fact that, um, you know, you could see who those third, even fourth stringers are because we have had problems with that in the past, uh, mainly the secondary. So you want to see who's there and who's available and who has talent when you get into those situations and you got to get deep into your roster. Uh, but the biggest thing though, for me is just, I'm a bit concerned about the defense at the moment. Um, I know we haven't seen a whole lot of the starters, so maybe that's probably a good thing, but it just seems like, uh, they haven't been able to make the stops that you would hope that they could make. Uh, the biggest guys there were Singleton and Bradley making plays, but not much else that I could. Alex Singleton was, was flying all over the field. Yeah. And you're right. I, I, I get it. It's the backups, but normally the defense should be out of the offense. So didn't feel good about the defense. Didn't feel good about the depth. Nick Mullins is not an NFL quarterback. 
And again, he's the third stringer, but still not much to take away from the positive. Rob, any thoughts on that debacle last night? Yeah. I mean, the game is useless. Um, I mean, clearly I I think they had a plan going in. Uh, The plan was probably to play a lot more starters and obviously hurts. And I think once Hertz got scratched uh, due to the medical issue, um, I, I think they just said, screw it. It's not worth it. And just, you know, sat a bunch of the guys. I mean, I, I looked at a list of the projected starters that played in the game. And I think we, ha- we need to keep this in context. Cause I saw a lot of people on Twitter panicking, like this is embarrassing. Here we go. Well, the Patriots played their first teams and, you know, on offense, we were obviously missing a quarterback, the most important position. We were missing half our offensive line. You know, it was good to see Miles Sanders get a few touches. Devonta Smith, Rager, Watkins played, as did Goddard. But um, you know, without the line and without the QB, how much do you really expect to happen? And then on defense, if what I looked at was right, and it was put out, by, I think, by Jeff McLean, who's a reliable source, in my opinion, um, no starter on the defensive line played. So, or I should say projected starter. So how good do you expect them to be with no projected starter playing on that defensive line? And then, you know, slay obviously didn't play, you know, some other guys didn't play. So I, I, was it a good game? No. Was there a lot to be concerned about? Sure. But you know, you put almost any team's ones against another team's twos and threes, and you're going to get a similar result. So um, it's disappointing. I would have liked to see the guys play more, but I, I don't think it's time to panic. Um, you know, as a result of that game, and I don't know. Uh, I, I don't disagree with what Robbie's saying. I think the concern though, is like, we weren't against the ones, you know, the entire game or even against the two set times. So you would have hoped that like in the second half, you would have saw something extra happen, but it just didn't seem to, to come to life. I don't know. No. And, and uh, the honeymoon between the beat writers and Sirianni, I, I think maybe took a little uh, speed bump here with the, with the Jalen hurts illness <laughs> because they, they were like, wait, where'd he go? He went to the hospital. He was dancing around before what happened there. And Sirianni, I think it was his first brush with the uh, Philly beat reporter heat that can be tossed his way. Uh, he handled it as, as best as he can, but yeah, you know, I, I thought he was going to get a lot of heat for it. Cause I thought they just decided it wasn't worth to play, uh, you know, Jalen and, and just benched him and were making up an excuse. But I mean, quite honestly, the fact that he actually went to the hospital suggests clearly there was something they wanted to get looked at. So I, I don't think you can criticize them that this was some totally made up thing. I mean, that would be quite a, a stretch to actually send him to the hospital to pr- to, to hide that you're just benching them. So, um, and by all accounts, everything I read, Jalen actually pushed to play. He wanted to play through it. So, um, you know, I think it is what it is. You know, he may get a little heat for it, but you know, I, I think it's probably better to be cautious if there was any concern. Yeah. They were just so excited that Nick Sirianni and, and this new ego they're, they're up front. They're telling us the truth about the injuries. <laughs> and then this little uh, incident happens and Oh wait. And then they pulled the starters. Oh, they, they shouldn't be charging. If you don't want to play your starters, don't charge the uh, fans for that. I mean, come on, you're going to a preseason game. As much as I want to stick up to the fans, you're going to a preseason game. You, you can't really uh, bitch that much. 
<laughs> when it comes to that kind of stuff. Of course, the, the podcast and everything on Sports Gambling Podcast Network brought to you by WinBet. Make sure you check out the Win Betting app and the uh, the under on the Eagles head gave that out on the uh, Sports Gambling Podcast. That was uh, that was pretty easy. I was assuming it would be a, a closer game, I, but still they they went under the thirty eight and a half. And uh, check out the Win Betting app. You get that uh, sweet five hundred dollars risk free sports bet. One interesting thing, and and I don't know, I wouldn't even grade it. Well, I'll let you guys grade it. But Devonta Smith made his debut, had it had like three drops in a row to get started, and then seemingly found his legs, got some nice separation, and that was kind of to me the most promising was that he was just getting separation off the line, and uh, had had a nice juke there. But Justin, what what was your take on the Devonta uh, debut? Yeah, I think he did fairly well. I mean, you mentioned the drops. I mean, he he was certainly rusty to start. It looked like he started to get in the rhythm there. I did find it interesting that uh, after he made that catch on the out route, everybody just keeps showing that clip. Like it's just the greatest like <laughs> uh, route that's ever been run, even though it is extremely smooth. But if you remember last week, I think Rager had pretty much the same type of route just on the opposite side of the field. Um, uh, but for some reason with Devante, it's, it's become such a big play. Uh, I, I think he looked good, uh, after the fact I should say, but, uh, the biggest thing for me is that it just kind of puts my mind at ease about any health concerns we might've had about him and, and how bad, uh, you know, his knee may have been, it looks like he's, he's running routes as smooth as ever. Um, and I was happy to see that, you know, he could take a few hits, get tackled here and there and, uh, is able to stay in the game and, um, he's able to, you know, adapt to this type of speed. So it seems to be working out so far, uh, knock on wood and, uh, hopefully he can continue to progress. Yeah, no, that's a good point. It, to me, that was the most promising was that his knee looked okay. And I, and I think maybe he had some jitters and, and got them hopefully out of his system, Rob Devonta. Yeah. I'm not worried about the drops at all. I mean, he, he owned it in his post game press conference or either yesterday or today, whenever the press conference was, and basically just said, I got to concentrate more. You know, I'm sure there's some jitters, your first NFL game. I mean, the guy's proven he can catch the ball throughout college. That's not going to go away. Um, so I, I'm not going to get concerned about that. Um, you know, but I do got a bone to pick with him. Uh, as we sit here, I, I did watch his, his re- most recent post game press conference. And yeah, I got to tell you for a guy that's come to Philly, he's obviously, you know, won the fan base over already uh, as a high lottery pick. He was wearing a Yankees hat at the, uh, at the press conference. And I mean, come on, know your audience a little bit. Um, You know, you might be a Yankees fan. That's fine. I'm not saying he needs to switch his lifelong allegiance, but like, come on, you don't got to wear the Yankees hat to your press conference. Like let's, let's uh, let's cool it on that for the press conferences. Yeah, I agree. Come on. The Phillies, well, they were in the, in the mix for the uh, NL East, but now cooling off a little bit. I mean, it's, it's almost as bad as uh, Justin being a Dodgers fan. Come on. What <laughs> the hell's going on? Uh, you got to support the local team. He, I, I don't know. It said he was born in Louisiana. I kind of assume he grew up there. Uh, so I guess you don't have a team down in Louisiana, but still you're right, Rob. Come on. Don't be rocking the Yankees. I, I'd like Look, to it's fine. He, he, he can be a Yankees fan. I'm fine with it. All I'm saying is he doesn't need to wear the hat to his Eagles press conferences. Yeah. If, if Justin was a first round pick, he wouldn't be rocking a Dodgers hat. Uh, I was going to say uh, as, as a lifelong Dodgers fan, I got to put that out there. I know some, some of the people who listen to this podcast may not be happy. I agree with Rob though. Don't wear the hat to the press conference. You don't even need to wear a Phillies hat. 
just wear your Eagles gear, roll with it. No reason to wear the, the Yankees hat. But um, as far as, you know, changing affiliations and being a Phillies fan, I'd say that'd be asking too much. Not that Rob asked that, but yeah, don't wear the hat. No, I, I, I'm, I, would agree I'm, with that. I am not asking that. Um, I, I, res- I respect that he has a lifelong <laughs> allegiance. I am, we're but uh, you, we don't need to flaunt it. We're paying you millions of dollars. You can't put on the other team's hat. What did the Yankees ever do for you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are, you fr- are you friends with Steinbrenner? What are the <laughs> Steinbrenner's dead? <laughs> yeah, I don't really follow the league. <laughs> Rob, stock up. What are we looking at? I know it's tough. Uh, it's pretty bad. You know. <sighs> I think clearly on offense, Kenny Gainwell. I think he showed he can, uh, you know, he's got some elusiveness out there. I think he clearly should have a roster spot. Um, you know, he could potentially be a steal at where we drafted him. So I, I would expect him to contribute, especially in the screen game. Um, you know, on defense, I, it's tough to say. I guess if you're asking me, someone Singleton, I think still is is making some plays and around the ball. Um, you know, beyond that, I don't really have anything for you. Justin, stock you up, know, stock down. What do you got? Uh, there were a couple of guys actually. I was surprised to see, but um, you know, with Croom uh, going down and the fact that Tyree Jackson went down last week, or not last week, this week in practice. Um, I guess he has that what the broken back or whatever. He'll be back yeah. in two months. Um, Stoll had a decent game. You know, um, obviously we have Ertz, we have Goddard, we have Rogers, but after that, I mean, it's definitely questionable. So this is still got a couple of receptions. I think he had at least four catches there. Um, so solid on the offensive side. And then, uh, it looked like Sean Bradley had a couple, uh, solid tackles there on defense. Yeah. I, yeah. I think stock up for me, uh, Milton Williams, he, he continues to kind of just create havoc there on the D line. And yeah, I, I think offense, it was a real stretch uh, finding some bright spots, but yeah, you're right. Uh, Kenny Gainwell and he, I guess stole, I mean, I, I didn't think he was going to make the team, but now with the uh, other tight end injuries, maybe he ends up making it. I, I got to see what his special teams uh, profile looks like, but stock down, obviously Nick Mullins horrible. And I, I think stock down, even uh, Zach McPherson, you know, I, I get, he's a fourth rounder. He's new uh, and, and cornerbacks, especially rookies, do struggle early on, but he had showed some promise and we kind of come in optimistic, but continues to struggle in game. So a little stock down on uh, Zach, Rob, where are you at? Who, who, who are you down on? You know, I, it's tough for me to even evaluate it after that game. I don't know quite honestly that I have one player that I can say I was definitively down on um, that jumped out enough at me. I'll be honest. Uh, I probably didn't watch that game in as much detail, uh, given how it played out as some others. I'll, I might go back and, and watch in a little more detail. So I, I guess I'll take the punt on that one for today. Well, I, you- I, but actually I, I will jump in on that. <laughs> I am down on Fulgham. Yeah. Uh, right. You know, oh. he, uh, he, you got me now. Now I'm going to go on a rant. You know, Fulgham had such an opportunity to come in this year. He had you know, that unbelievable four or five game stretch and then disappeared. And this was a new chance with the new regime that is supposedly really good with wide receivers. And he had the chance to uh, separate himself and prove that he could play in the league. And I just hear nothing about him. Um, You know, I hear about what we hear about Quez Watkins. We hear about Rager. We hear about Smith. 
Um, you know, we hear about everyone, but nothing about Fulgham. I'm not hearing anything about him trending in a positive direction. No. So, um, you know, at this point, I think your stock has to be down on him. Good call on, uh, on Fulgham. Yeah. And, and he was playing like late in the game and playing special teams. I, I think they're kind of down on him and maybe it's a, maybe it's just a work ethic thing. It's just so annoying. Cause he, he looks so good there for that short period of time. Justin, who are you down on coming out of this uh, game? You know, with uh, Gainwell and Holyfield having, you know, some solid reps. Yeah, Holyfield. I mean, Boston Scott, I mean, I feel like his stock has really gone down. I mean, he had three carries for 10 yards and really nothing else. So, um, if anything, you got to, you got to anticipate that he's going to be at the bottom of that uh, roster for running backs, might even just be on the practice squad this season. We'll see what happens there. Um, and then if you're taking this really literally, I know he didn't get a ton of reps, but he was out there for a few, uh, quite a few snaps on Quez Watkins. I mean, last week higher than ever, I'm not saying he really, he crashes or anything like that, but he did dip. Um, I wasn't looking for too much from him, but he had a target, um, and not nothing else. So you can't blame too much on him, but, um, he's definitely not as high as he was last week. Yeah. Yeah. When the quarterback play is that bad, and even Flacco looked pretty bad, uh, Mullins looked terrific. So it's to the, I guess, in the receiver's defense, at some point it is tough to kind of grade them because they could be getting open. Uh, and I know Mullins wasn't seeing the field well. I, I don't know about Flacco. So maybe, maybe they get a little bit of it. You getting defense defensive there. about Quez, Sean? Is that, no, is that what I'm saying? Just... <laughs> Sean falls in love easy. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> I'm still uh, dealing with the Tyree Jackson breakup. He was your third tight end. It's brutal. True. He was looking good last week. He was. Now, I think though, Justin brought up an interesting point. I, I think the team's going to have some interesting decisions to make at running back. Um, you know, do you keep Boston Scott? I think they probably do. Um, but you know, I would almost like to see him roll the dice with the younger guys. Um, you know, I'm surprised, but it looks like clearly Jordan Howard's going to make the team. I originally was skeptical. You know, I think he was thinking about retiring and now all of a sudden it looks like he's going to be a solid contributor for the team. So that's a little surprising to me. Um, but you're right. Like Holyfield looked solid. Uh, Gainwell, I think, you know, has potential. Obviously miles is going to be the lead guy. You know, where does Boston fit in in that? Um, I guess he brings uh, so called, uh, you know, I guess you can call him a veteran at this point. He has a few years' experience, but, uh, I, you know, I think it's going to be interesting who they decide to keep in that room. Yeah, it does seem like it's shaping up to be Miles, Jordan Howard, Boston Scott, and Kenny Gainwell, which I, I guess I'm fine with, but it does seem like Kenny Gainwell is, is just a better version of Boston Scott and Jordan Howard. It makes sense keeping, cause he's kind of a bigger back and maybe someone you could use near the goal line. So uh, more of a change of pace there, but Kenny Gainwell just seems a little, just more athletic version of Boston Scott. I, I don't know if you need to duplicate the skill set. Maybe you do let Elijah Holyfield uh, just come on there. I, I think they're going to keep Boston Scott because uh, you know, he had something in, in special teams. And again, he has more game reps and more experience. So I, I think that's what they will end up doing, but uh, yeah, interesting, interesting angle on there and see what they uh, end up shaking or end up doing there. Uh, moving over to next week's game, the Jets game. Before we do that, Hard Knocks episode two that was out. Man, it is uh, Mike McCarthy as a Cowboys. <laughs> I, I know it's hard to be impartial watching the show, but if you're a Cowboys fan, and I hate to 
put this scenario on you, Justin, but is there, what do you, what, what's your angle on defending Mike McCarthy? If you're a Cowboys fan, where do you start? He just, Man, he's just, I, <laughs> there's no fire there. I honestly, it's like a guy I can't really get behind. I feel like he's uh, the guy at your neighborhood bar who like sits there after work day in, day out. <laughs> And you know, he's just the glory off days. Of, yeah, he's talking about the glory days, about you know no, how he won with Aaron, how he won with Aaron Rodgers, you know, Super Bowl. Uh wasn't the quarterback, it was my coaching, you know. I don't know. I just yeah, he's got a ring, so he's got some clout there, but uh he's just very underwhelming. I, I used to actually back him up, you know, towards his uh his later years there in Green Bay, but I, I don't see, you know, what anybody really sees in him anymore. As far as like being a leader and a coach, he's got the super bowl ring, but other than that, he's very underwhelming for me. I don't know. Yeah. And he, he also does this thing where he seems to randomly curse when you don't need to curse. (laughs) I'm no, I'm no prude, but it'll just be throwing in fucks and shits and goddamn. And, but like not actually angry. Like he, it just seems he's cursing because he thinks that's what a football coach is supposed to do. He's like the cool teacher. Yeah. yeah, he's just like, ah, oh, this is what the kids like. Oh, <laughs> uh, I got this idea, Mojo. Hey guys, <laughs> ever uh, get your mojo? It's time for mojo. It's just anytime it's, you can play uh, Austin Powers. Uh, it's a good reason to do something. <laughs> he just he's trying so hard, uh, Robin. Where where are you at with this hard knock season? No, I agree. It's hard to it's hard to watch that and be impressed. Um, it, it just seems like, I, I don't know. Is he trying too hard? Is he just two hands off it? It just doesn't seem like he's fiery even at practice. Like, you know, I'm watching Nick and obviously Nick has a, a ton to prove, but I love how active he is at practice, how hands-on he is, uh, how vocal he is. And it seems like McCarthy's just the you know, complete opposite. So, um, you know, I guess nothing else matters if you win games. So we'll see what happens there, but you know, watching the show, it's hard to, hard to think. Wow. This is really impressing me. (laughs) Totally agree. All right. We're going to talk about the uh, upcoming game, final preseason game against the jets. Before you do want to shout out pickswise.com, home of free sports betting picks, props, and parlays held by a train a team of trend watching data devouring sports fanatics, giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction, all completely free, every game, every day. Head over to pickswise.com and of course, pickswise backs responsible gambling. You were someone you know once help. Uh, give them a call, 1 800 gambler Also, prop swap where America goes to buy and sell sports bets. It's uh, it's easy to use, kind of like the eBay of sports betting tickets. If your ticket's rising in value because the the bet you placed is looking pretty good, you can sell it, guaranteeing yourself a profit. Uh, people who buy and sell on uh, on PropSwap.com average five hundred dollars per month just listing and selling tickets. Head over to PropSwap.com and download the PropSwap app. PropSwap, it's where America buys and sells sports bets. The summer of soccer continues on Paramount+. Plus. Stream over 2,000 soccer matches a year from around the world. That's all the heart-pounding drama from CBS Sports, including the UEFA Champions League, Europa League, Italy's Serie A, Argentina's Primera Division, the Brasileiro, NWSL, the Asian Football Confederation, and the CONCACAF qualifiers featuring the stars from the US and Mexican men's national teams, plus much, much more. It's the best of the beautiful game with all of the beautiful names like Messi, Mbappe, Ronaldo, Rapino, and Pulisic. 
Be part of the excitement as champions are crowned and history is made. The World's Games live here on Paramount+. Plus. Visit ParamountPlus.com to start your free trial and stream every match live. The big question coming into this final preseason game, Justin, do we need to see Jalen Hurts in the final game? Do you want to see Jalen Hurts against the Jets? Uh, not only do I want to, I think we have to get him in the final game. I think we need to get just about all of our starters in this final game. They got two weeks off after the last preseason game. So they, on the barring, you know, a, a, a big injury to anybody, uh, they should be ready. Even if they get a little bit banged up for the be- beginning of the season, I just think, you know, we need to know what we have. The coaching staff needs to know exactly what we have in game time decisions with game time reps. Um, they still need to build a rapport with one another. So I think you have to get Hertz out there at this point and you got to get him out there, not just for, you know, three series of, of three series, but I would say at least a half at this point, see what you got under the hood, let him play and, uh, see what he can do with Sirianni. Yeah, I, I agree. But I'm worried though, the way the Eagles are valuing these joint practices, the way they say these joint practices are like preseason games, it, it seems like they're not going to. They're not going to put Hertz in that in that last game. I definitely want to see him at least for a full quarter. Rob, I, are you on the same page with us? You got to play Hertz a quarter. Yeah, I think I'm fine with a quarter. I, I I'd be okay with a half, but I think I'm actually I think I'm trending toward thinking a quarter's fine, uh, given the joint practice. I I think, you know, if he had played this week, I think I'd be inclined to say don't play him. Um, you know, keep him out, just focus on the joint practice. But the fact that him and so many starters did not play coupled with the fact that, you know, as Justin said, it's actually two weeks before our first game. If it was only a week away, yeah, I would say don't play him not enough time, but I also don't want a rust factor to come in, not having played any live action for uh, you know, a two week period. Plus, you know, obviously they're a young team. They're learning the offense. So I do think you play him a quarter. I think you play conservatively. You don't, you know, clearly you don't put him in any risk uh, in terms of your play calling. You try to keep it safe. Um, but I, I do think I would play him a quarter. Um, you know, it'd be interesting to see how the joint practices go this week. I, I am a big fan of the joint practice. I think it's good for the team, especially a young team. Yeah. Um, you know, I saw it, there was an interesting question to Sirianni in one of his press conferences. If, you know, if he's going to hold back in the joint practices, because we play the jets in the regular season, Um, we play them, I think uh, in early December. And, you know, it was a good thought that I hadn't thought about before. Obviously you don't want to tip your hand too much, but Sirianni basically said, you know, look, we thought about that before we agreed to do this with the jets, but you know, by the time December comes, there's going to be plenty of tape on us anyway. So at the end of the day, we felt the benefits of the joint practice and getting the team working against someone else outweighed any advantage they would get. Because by the time we get to December, there's going to be far better tape than, you know, whatever they're going to learn at this joint practice. And I thought that made sense. Uh, I liked that he had thought it through. So, you know, I'm happy they're doing that. Yeah. And and it, it does seem you know, and maybe that's part of the reason where they did better in the, uh, in the joint practices versus the preseason game. Cause the preseason game, they're going out of their way to keep it super vanilla and by all accounts uh, during the, the practices, you kind of see all these exotic looks that they're going to be doing on defense. And they, they're, they're not afraid as much to kind of show some of the more interesting stuff they're going to be doing on offense. And 
Yeah, it, it is a little bit of an advantage. So why not why not uh, hang on to it as long as you can? Going into the Jets game, we do want to see. I want to see one thing. I really want to see in this Jets game is. Jalen Hurts completing a pass to Devonta Smith. I, I and we'll see if we can get to that, but that's really that's really what I'm looking for. It's a small request. I'd like to see it, and maybe even the defensive line, the first uh, the first stringer defensive line to get like a series or two. I, I, I think couldn't hurt them as well. Justin, what what do you want to see coming into this last preseason game? Um, you know, I guess I want to see if McPherson can start to put it together a little bit more. Um, uh, we talked about his struggles a few times now. Um, he's young, uh, and he needs the reps and, you know, it seems like he's still trying to figure out this NFL speed and the NFL caliber type receiver, but that's kind of what I want to see is how he can handle, you know, uh, this next with some more reps, this next preseason game and what he can do now. Yeah, that's a, that's definitely a, a solid angle. Although, again, yeah, and Milton Williams, I, I continue to like what I'm seeing out of him. Rob, Rob, what do you want to see come uh, come next Friday? Yeah, if assuming Hertz plays in the first team offense plays, I just want to see a sustained touchdown drive. I mean, yeah. they haven't that that first team with you know Hertz has not scored a touchdown yet, and and I would just like to see that. I think that would give them some confidence, something to build upon going into the regular season. Um, so I think that would be important to get a nice drive that results in a touchdown or just throw a bomb and score that way too. I, that would be just as good for me, but you know, some kind of, uh, you know, touchdown from that first unit. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they're on a stretch right now of 52 to nothing, which again, it is preseason all that uh, caveats aside. It's not, it's not, uh, you know, it doesn't make you super excited, uh, but you, you try not to work too much into it. What's some what uh, Rob? What about the other end of the spectrum? What's something you're going to be pissed if you say? I just I want to see the team, you know, win or lose, continue to play, uh, you know, solid fundamentals, tackling, and and just not make dumb mistakes. Um, you know, things like penalties, and I just want to see them play disciplined. I want this team to be more disciplined than they've been in the past. I think that first game they got off to a good start with that. I think they slacked a little bit the second game compared to where they were the first game. So I just want to see them, you know, stick to the fundamentals, play disciplined and, you know, hopefully continue to improve. Good, clean game. Justin, what about you? What's going to, what's going to grind your gears? I, I think I want to see, uh, I, I want to see the defense play a lot better. I know it's not a full team of starters, but I'm not overly concerned about the offense. I think we got a lot of talent on that side of the ball and whatever hiccups we have there, we can work out during the season, but I'm really questioning, you know, Gannon at the moment, I think he could be a great coach, but I really don't know what we have with him at the moment. Um, so I, I really want to see how these guys adapt and see some stops. Uh, it seems like we just can't seem to get it going. Um, and I, that's really what I'm looking at is the defense. I think we have one turnover so far in all of preseason. So I'd like to see a little bit more from them, not even just getting turnovers, but making the stops necessary to put our offense in a good position to succeed. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be pissed if I see some more drops from uh Devonta. I, 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 okay. I'm giving you the first game, but come on, you know how to catch the ball and it, I want to see him get some nice catches at game speed and get ready for week one. So I, I'll be, I'll be bummed if I see him drop a bunch of balls and then show up in the press conference in his Yankees hat. So if I see either of those things, I'm, I'm going to be disappointed in you Devonta. All right. Time to uh, close things out. 
Who are we putting in the nest? Justin, who's going to be your guy that we're going to be stoked about after the Jets preseason game? I think, uh, you know, we talked about him previously, I think a few weeks ago. I don't know if anybody picked him last week, but I'm going to say Gainwell. Um, I liked what I saw. You know, he had three catches this week, he had five rushes. Um, got some decent yardage on the first three rushes. So I'm thinking Gainwell could be, you know, have a big performance. Now it looks like he might've built some confidence, you know, uh, with the catches as well, he's looking good. So I, I think he could have a solid game for us and look good. Rob, where are you at? Yeah, I'm, I'm going in optimistic to the season. Uh, I'm going to say Mr. Jalen hurts. He's going to be Ooh. fired up. He missed this last game. Let's and go. I think he's going to come out in that, you know, series or two quarter, whatever it may be. I think he's going to play well. I'm going to go uh, Jalen Rager. I, I think this game, he was poised for maybe a breakout because he's been doing good in practice, but then no hurts probably uh, threw them off. So I I'm hoping, uh, hoping Jalen Rager is the one that uh, will be crowing about come Friday after the jets game. Oh man. The season only weeks away. Can't wait. So excited. Uh, one last plug here. Check out underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. Free 25 bucks over there. Can't beat it. All right. Let's go. Eagles closing it out strong. Last game coming up. And then it's a countdown to the regular season. Can't wait for that. For the diehard Eagles, I'm Sean Stack of the Money Green. For Rob, for Justin, go birds. Go birds. Go birds.